All right, good evening and welcome to that weekend edition of your preferred sports show radio. You guys know this is Talk Football. Um, talk sports. Been a minute, Adida. Um, you are listening to Empire Radio 104.5 FM, which yours truly. I'm Jerry Afoma. Well, you guys know you can always call me. I'm the Jate Wonder, the Jate, JT Wonder, uh, and of course, Father Christmas. No, I think I like Papa Christmas, yeah. I call me Papa Christmas um, for the festive season. Um, you guys know it is the weekend edition of the show, yeah? So just sit back, relax, and let's kick it together through the world of sports. I'm um, just beautiful Friday evening. Um, you guys are running a little bit late, but then I actually have um, something I'd like to talk about, the hottest topic right now, which is the ESL. But we'll get to that one in a minute. Uh, before we do that, you guys know how we do on the weekend edition of the show. Um, I'd like to appreciate everybody who's been keeping it 100 with us on Talk Football Talk Sport. Thank you all so, so much uh, for always tuning in and participating with us on the show. Do continue to stay safe out there. I will continue to bring to you all the happenings in the world of sport. I'm sure you know you can also listen to us from wherever you are. Just um, search for stream.empirefm.ng, stream.empirefm.ng. Or you can just search for us on um, Radio Guardian at Empire Radio 104. Dot five FM Akure um, Empire Radio one zero four dot five FM um, Akure. Also, um, we have our Sunday transmission. Um, that is it to be twenty fourth. Um, promises to be something special uh, with um Fajio, Joy Simi, and of course um, Freestyle Sunday. I'm sure. Um, congratulations to everybody who's been winning stuff. Um, from on the eighteenth. Um, it will be ending on the twenty sixth. Uh, on Empire Radio from the people that have been winning. Um, the 10,045 naira to everybody that's been winning and um, the goodie bag containing Indomie Belle Full, um, Kellos um, Go Green, uh, Minimi Chin Chin, Minimi Spaghetti, uh, and every other thing courtesy of, of the management of Empire Region, of course, uh, Media Rich. Um, congratulations to everybody, um, all the same. Um, just um, keep listening to us. There's still a winner to win that is expected to win 10,045. Um, Naira today. Just keep listening to Empire Radio and uh, you might just be um, that person. Anyways, um, it is a sports show. Let us get back to doing uh, what we do and uh, let's quickly start with other sporting action. Um, starting with Formula 1 where Red Bulls are um, Max Verstappen says rival teams are not stupid and we continue on, on the run uh, and then we continue to close in on the runaway 2023 World Champions next season, forgive me. Um, Verstappen and Red Bull put together the most dominant F1 season in history this year as the Dutchman won 19 of the 22 races, while teammate Sergio Perez won two races of the remaining three races, and Ferrari's Carlos Sainz, the only driver not in Red Bull, um, to have to won the race, which is in the Singapore uh, Grand Prix. Three-time world champion Verstappen won a record 85% of the races and led 1,003 laps this season. The 2024 season starts in Bahrain from February 29th to March the 2nd and is scheduled for a record um, 24 races. So um, what they are just saying here is this season was just Red Bull, Red Bull. At the point I got bored, you know, by the time uh, we, we, pre- we preview the race on the Friday show like this, by the time we are coming on Monday, next thing you see, Max Verstappen of Red Bull, Max Verstappen of Red Bull. So, um, they too, they know, and um, they, they could feel that um, uh, other teams are stepping up their game. Hopefully, uh, we see a more competitive um, um, race um, or, or close racing into, in, in F1. Um, because this year was just um, like I said, the, the numbers are there. The most dominant season by a team in F1. Even Ferrari and uh, Mercedes on their day did not achieve this. Red Red Bull just entered and um, the record books for you know all the right reasons as far as they are concerned. Anyways, um, let's move on to golf where um, 
Shane Lowry revealed that he is not surprised by anything that happened at the minute as he discussed teammate and world number three John Ram's decision to leave the PGA Tour uh, for LIV Golf. Masters champion Lowry helped Europe regain the Ryder Cup in Rome and remains hopeful that the fractured landscape in men's professional golf will soon be a thing of the past. In June, the PGA and DB World Tours announced that they are the framework agreement to merge the Saudi Arabian Public Investment Fund, the PIF, which has pledged $2 billion of support um, to LIV. However, the agreement has a deadline of December the 31st um, to be ratified with the American government examining the PGA store's plans to take a massive investment um, from Saudi Arabia. We all know what's happening with LIV and um, PGA at the same sort of um, union, but then they have until December 31st, which is just, um, I think, um, a little over 10 days from now, I think 11 days from now. Um, before um, the American gave um, government okay at money that the PIF was pumping into golf. So, but then until then, Shailari say very soon it will be players moving from PGA to LIV uh, will be it will soon be a thing of the past because uh, by the time these two um, bodies uh, merge, you know everything um, there will not be this. Um, I, we used we call this civil war last season, <laughs> last season. So there will not be this sort of civil war between PGA and the LIV anymore. Anyways, we, I will refer back to PGA and LIV soon. Just um, keep that one in mind. Anyways, moving on. And in boxing, Anthony Joshua said he's here to fight um, and not party as he refused to engage in any real trash talk with heavyweight or to Welling before they are about tomorrow in, Le- in Riyadh, um, Saudi Arabia. A win against Wally could set up. Um, the long-awaited blockbuster fight against Deontay Wilder, who takes on Joseph Parker tomorrow in the co-main event. An announcement could be made post-fight, but organizers are worried injuries or a grueling contest might delay um, the date. Anyways, if you've been following Boxing on Empire Radio, you know we'll be talking about um, um, what's it called, Joshua and Wilder. I'm going at it at the time. Joshua, from way back when he was holding all those three other belts, the WBO, WIBF, um, and um, um, WBA belt, and then um, you know Wilder was holding the WBC belt. Wilder, um, Wilder lost the WBC uh, belt to Tyson Fury, and of course Joshua lost the other belt to um, Alexander Usyk. And um, since then, even when they tried to reschedule the fight, Joshua wanted to get some fight under his belt. Same thing um, for Wilder, and um, you know now we thought the fight was going to happen this Christmas, only for them to um, be paired to fight these two guys. I think Wilder has only lost once. All his career, so it's not going to be an easy fight for Joshua. But he said he's not afraid of anybody, and he wants to build himself back to that um, top contending um, shape. The, the same goes for Wilder, uh, who is fighting Joseph Parker. Joseph Parker also is a very, very good um, fighter in the heavyweight. So um, there's a possibility that there's an upset in those fights. So we should not expect a straightforward um, fight between. Uh, we should expect straightforward wins for Joshua and Wilder. So, but then they are now saying, if both fighters come out of that fight. Um, without injuries or maybe the fight didn't really take a toll on their body, um, they can announce the date of the fight um, immediately after the two fights because they are the two uh, main events for the fight tomorrow in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, they just I remember the old drama they put us through when um, Joshua, uh, sorry, Fury and um, Usyk wanted to fight and they were going to agree, they didn't agree, then Fury went to fight um, Ngannou and Ngannou did, <laughs> did a number on his body. They were supposed to fight this December, they had to push it to I think February or something, March, April next year. So, you know, we just have to keep, wait for this, um, keep waiting for this fight. This fight will eventually happen but, you know, as it is, 
um, I just want to see what to be like. Although we will not be getting the best of Joshua and Wilder because when those two guys were holding the belt, they were a different animal compared to now. But then we will still take that fight and see and what could have been or what you know is expected from the two guys. I'm sure they have their egos on the line now. They probably want to put in a best performances. But then you guys should keep your eyes peeled for those um, fights tomorrow. Um, Joshua versus um, Otto Wale and Wilder versus um, Joseph Parker. Anyways, moving on to basketball and. Um, hmm. Joel Embiid scored the season high 51 points and 12 rebounds as um, Philadelphia 76 has beat Minnesota Timberwolves 127-113. Embiid is the first NBA player to score more than 30 points and 10 rebounds in 12 consecutive games since Kareem Abdul-Jabbar at 51 years ago. Abdul-Jabbar's record stands at 16 games for Milwaukee Bucks in 1972. Embiid, who is the NBA's reigning MVP, helped the six years to their seventh win in eight games. Still in basketball, uh, basketball um, the Detroit Pistons lost 119-111 to Utah Jazz to move to within one defeat of equaling NBA's longest um, single season losing streak. And the 25th straight defeat prompted chance of sell the team from home supporters in Detroit. Uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers in 2010-2011 and Philadelphia's on six years in 2013-2014 shared the record of 26 consecutive losses in a single season. The Pistons have won just two games this season, and the last of which was against Chicago Bulls on October the 29th, and the result roots them bottom of the Eastern Conference. At the all-time longest losing streak in NBA history is a 28-game run by the six years spread between the 2014-2015 and the 2015-2016 um, seasons. And finally, in basketball, Anthony Edwards scored 20 7.7 rebounds and 5 assists to help Minnesota Timberwolves to a 118-111 win over the LA Lakers who were without um, LeBron, Brin, uh, LeBron James um, who is um, suffering an ankle um, injury. Oklahoma City Thunder defeated LA Clippers 134-115 ending Clippers 9-game winning streak. Uh, Milwaukee Bucks registered their 6th straight victory in a 118-114 win over Orlando Magic thanks to Giannis Attentokounmpo's 37 points, 10 rebounds and 6 assists while San Antonio Spurs suffered their 21st loss in 20, 22 games and falling 114-95 to Chicago Bulls. Other results um, saw New Orleans Pelicans beat Cleveland Cavaliers 123-104 at the Rocket, at the Rocket um, Mortgage Fieldhouse. Memphis Grizzlies defeated Indiana Pacers 116-103 at the FedEx Forum, while Washington Wizards edged Portland Trailblazers 118-117 away at uh, the Moda um, Center. Okay, joining us on set is Desmond, the playmaker. Welcome, Desmond. How are you doing? Uh, good evening, Jerry, and good evening to our esteemed listeners at home. I'm sorry for copying uh, your feats. My powerful you know, officer. You know, uh, <laughs> but the most important thing is that we are here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Talk about what we know, what we love, mm-hmm. sports mm-hmm. in general. Okay. Anyway, you walked in um, right um, in the nick of time because if I don't talk about this now and I say let us talk about it after we preview all the games, we might not have enough time to talk about it. What am I talking about? Uh, before we look at what's happening on the local scene, let's quickly jump on the hottest trending topic in world football right now, um, which is um, the European Court of Justice has revealed that banning clubs from joining a European Super League, the ESL, was unlawful. And UEFA as well as FIFA are abusing a dominant position after ESL and its backers brought a case claiming both UEFA and FIFA were breaking competition law by threatening to sanction those who joined the breakaway league. The court added that it does not mean that a breakaway league would necessarily be approved. UEFA has since revealed that it was confident in the robustness of the rules and ESL backers A22 released revamped proposals. Uh, Real Madrid said clubs are now masters of their own destiny and La Liga referred to the ESL as, as selfish 
and an elitist <laughs> model. Now, um, European Super League have announced the revamp plans after the top court um, ruled that banning clubs from joining the breakaway league was unlawful. The proposal for a league system which would include 64 uh, men's club and a 32 women's club. The new ESL format would rival current UEFA tournaments. A22, which is backers of ESL, proposal outlines an annual promotion and relegation system with no permanent, no permanent members. Fans would also be able to watch live matches for free on a new digital streaming platform, but no clubs or prize money have been announced. The men's competition is divided into top two um, tiers, which is the Star League comprises of 16 teams and the Gold League also comprising of 16 teams. And the Blue League, uh, which um, consists of 32 teams, um, it is the bottom tier and there will be promotion and relegation between each tier. Um, the teams that finished in the top eight of each um, league go into the knockout stage with the quarterfinal and semifinals played over two legs and the final to be held at a neutral venue. Um, the bottom 20 teams in the Blue League will be relegated from the competition entirely and replaced by the top performing clubs from Europe to um, leagues. The top two teams that make the final of the Gold and Blue Leagues will be promoted up a tier, while the two teams that finish bottom of the Star and Gold Leagues will be relegated down a tier. Uh, matches uh, would be played in midweek, allowing the new competition to be run in tandem with European domestic leagues. The, proposal, um, the proposed women competition will run on a similar model. And um, <laughs> UEFA President Alexander Seferin has mocked the new ESL proposal saying football is not for sale and that he look forward to watching a two-team tournament four of the six um, english premier league sides who backed the breakaway plans in 2021 uh before withdrawing their support have released statements showing their commitment to uefa competition <laughs> this one i had to get all this information out there and um let me, let me let's just say all this plenty plenty english in simple terms now the european super league came out in 2011 and they said they want to um set up the proposal there was different from the proposal now. You know, set up this um, team that um, you know, there's no relegation. There's just the top, the cherry pick, the top teams in in Europe um, back in the day, and they get to play themselves like this very top, these tough competitions and all that. They get to face themselves. She get, and um, you know, there was this outpour and outcry from everybody, fans and everywhere. Ah, ah football, this, that, that. Okay, UEFA do has since made some major changes to football since then. They have introduced the Nations League, they have introduced the Conference League. All this model are sort of like um, kind of like a, a, a tapping into what the ESL wanted to do back then. When I was talking about golf earlier on, I said you guys should keep your, you, you should hold on because it's something similar to what PGA Tour and LIV, when LIV came, PGA Tour was against them that no, no, no. LIV because they have money of course, they started straight away and players from PGA Tour was joining them. What PGA Tour did was sack all the players that joined them that because LIV are saying we want to work with PGA Tour, we want to work with you guys. So allow these players to play our tournament, but they, are still, they can still play your PGA Tour tournament. It's just, a matter, it's just about scheduling um, these things, which led to a civil war in golf. So, you know, if you follow the story of golf very well, you know what. I also want to compare the scenarios now. LIV knew that there was no way they could run without the blessing of the PGA, which is the only the normal thing to do. And all their plans that they proposed was part of it was adopted by the PGA Tour <laughs> going forward, but they don't want to accept the LIV as a whole. Same thing with UEFA. UEFA has been um, unchallenged for years. They have become boring. In fact, the removal of the away goal rule just happened until recently. And um, clubs fear that they are not remitting as much money as they are making 
to the people that are participating in the tournament. Upstep the ESL league, which appeal to the big clubs that come. We are making money for this body and we are not getting enough. And of course, the popular, um, let me use the word hypocrisy, outcry. And quickly, because you know, the voice of the many outweigh, I always say something, because everybody is saying something does not mean that that thing is right. We all have our individual brain to sit down and analyze these things critically. Then form your own opinion. That's the point of having this discussion. You form your own opinion on what is going on so that, you know, you can come and tell me your view and I can come and tell you. Not because one popular pundit say this is how it's supposed to be. All of a sudden you agree with you. I'm not even saying you should agree with me. I'm going to air my view on it. She understand. So I'm not saying uh, it is, but UEFA has been so uh, relaxed and They've enjoyed the monopoly. And we all know what monopoly does to people. You see, at the end of the day, there should always be competition because it will always keep you in check. Uh, while I believe that the CPM, Super League cannot really run, like um, the, the, after the ruling, they said um, it does not mean that the break, breakaway league will be approved. What they are saying is um, UEFA cannot ban clubs from joining ESL, that it is um, unlawful. That they should stop that. So clubs can now freely discuss. What this means is that on a neutral level now, ESL can now formally approach club and say, Alpha, you like how much they pay you for that place? Don't worry, now we'll give you like um, a billion. Like they're, they're, having a, they're having 15 billion is it dollars or pounds now. They're having 15 billion to spend. So sure, guys, sure. What give you one billion? Um, Real Madrid and Barcelona for sticking to us. You people are on another level, but it's funny how La Liga is against ESL, but they are two biggest teams. It's up. <laughs> they, are, they are the one part. You, you, you can understand. At the end of the day, there's a lot of hypocrisy to these things, and um, they are saying uh, the new proposal is good. Me, yeah, I like it, but at the end of the day, UEFA are saying uh, players are saying too much games, which is leading to too much um, um, fatigues and everything. But they went ahead since that 2021. I introduced the Nations League. They've introduced the Conference League. In between, FIFA have taken World Cup to where they cannot play World Cup in the summer. They have to shift it to November in the middle of a season. And we can see with the number of ACL injuries, knee injuries, yeah. and other injuries that has been happening. And club World Cup from now, they are increasing World Cup for. <laughs> Make all of us just they play. At the end of the day, this month, we've seen the old format thing and everything. And we've seen the old um, Super League proposal and everything. Me personally, let me let me start with my own um, um, take on it so that you guys can now jump in on it. I like ESL. I like the fact that they are coming to shake the table. I always say comfort is the enemy of progress. And um, I don't like monopoly. You see, monopoly um, allows for some people to control demand and supply. You see, when there's competition, you cannot own the market. Sure you understand that you can always adjust in, in favor of the market. She understand what UEFA and FIFA have done in as much as anybody that wants to come and play has to work with these people. But these people need to understand that if care is not taken, people can abandon their say, come, we don't want to play UEFA Champions League anymore, we want to be playing the ESL. Once they know that, there are so many things they can do better because I feel the UEFA Champions League has become too boring and it has become too easy lately. I remember how the Champions League was back in the day when I was growing up now. Very, very difficult to win. She understand now, in as much as football has changed and there's a lot of money involved in football right now, 
you look at Champions League now, you just be like, the only thing constant in Champions League is just, it's just that they are song. <laughs> it's just that they are song. There's nothing special about the Champions League anymore. I'm sorry to say it is what it is. There's nothing special about it anymore. You cannot compare the way the Champions League was in the 2000s to the way the Champions League is now. She understands. So, but then, um, you guys have um, had the court the judgment. And um, how, do you th- how do you feel that... Um, What's your take on it um, generally first? Then let's see if um, the Super League thing can really fly. What's your take on it? I mean, well, personally, I don't see anything wrong with the ESL. Absolutely nothing wrong. And uh, it's not as if these people are coming, you know, to form another governing board entirely. Mm-hmm. No. No, of course not. No. They are only coming to form another tournament. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you know, people don't like Monopoly. And uh, our people also don't sit down very well, you know. What you think about things because since this court ruling i've read and i've seen a whole lot of people making opinion you know castigating the uninformed ESL, opinion uninformed opinion castigating the ESL simply because their loved pundits are castigating it mm. apart from the i mean aside from the fact that what this is going to cost to the Main actor mm. of football, which are the players and the fans? And, I mean, the, the players in particular, yeah, exactly, they are yeah. going to play more games. Mm-hmm. Then I don't see anything wrong with it because, as much as UEFA is making so much money mm-hmm. from this, uh, uh, I mean, from football via this football club, they are not getting much in return. Virtually, basically, all clubs, what they make, I mean, where they make the bulk of their money. Is from sponsorship and, TV and their TV rights and I mean and their gate fee. That yeah. is why you see clubs that don't have large stadium like Chelsea. You know they don't make that much revenue yeah. like their colleagues in Europe. Mm-hmm. Where is the money going to in UEFA? The money from FIFA. Where is it going to? Don't forget. Prior to 2000 and was it 2018 or 2014 World Cup? There was a whole lot of allegation against men at the top echelon of FIFA mm-hmm. and, and UEFA I, I mean Platin, and UEFA Platini was at UEFA and then. you could see the amount of money that was embezzled there the numbers were scary they were scary serious corruption serious corruption and the main actors that are I mean that are behind this beautiful game are not actually gaining as much as they should mm-hmm. and to top it all up UEFA in particular in particular, you keep pampering the big teams when they mess up with their rules. Mm-hmm. But they keep punishing the smaller clubs. Case in point, Everton and Man City. You know, so for me, I don't see anything wrong with the EFL, but the old statement that has been coming from me, from the football club, is because of the backlash that came. Yes. Because I mean, originally, it was because for, of backlash from their for all those clubs initially. to join initially, that means they support ESL. They support it's just the popular opinion that the they don't want that backlash. And That's why everybody's releasing statement now. But watch what we have. It's more like the fans owns the club, so they have to go with the fans. I think that's what that's what is doing them. No, 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 I mean, not even because they own the football club, but if your fans are against something, you know that. Of course, you are obliged right. to listen. I, I, to I, that. It's no, I, the same I, thing I, I mean, the, I mean, the environment becomes. Toxic, and you and don't you want know, that, and you don't want that because so for <coughs> me, I think at the end of the day, as far as this thing is in the pipeline and they've gotten a legal backing already, yes, 
one day. They can start laying. They can last. They can last. They can now start laying the foundation. Anyways, also with us, the voice you heard earlier is the voice of of Savoy. Um, my United have managed to draw at Anfield now. <laughs> carrying shoulder up and down. He'll be calling him. He will not pick his call. I don't know where this arrogance starts. But it's okay. He's here now. Boy, the OESL and UEFA, what's your take on it? You've heard my own take. You've heard this month's take. What's your own take on it? Um, good evening, um, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, it's good to be back in the now, studio. Uh, <laughs> don't go let us drop Anfield. Don't let us call the talk like this. Oh, girl. <laughs> Anyways, um, concerning the ESL stuff, um, if we if we are to if we are to look at it, though um, a lot of people have been saying it's not good. Some have been saying it's good. Why is it not good? Um, I don't know. The it's, question is why is it not good? Okay, you please can you can somebody just tell me why it's not good now? Apart from more games, which UEFA is already has introduced by bringing the UEFA Conference League and. They have expanded the Champions League format now. Yeah, yeah. So there's more games now. I mean, there's no more games. <laughs> there are more games. There are more games now. So, so people should. I, so why is the SL bad? I want to know because me, I'm, me, I'm, not, I'm open to learning. Me, I feel, I feel the reason why people feel DSL is bad is because it's it's going to be a competitive competition against the regular UEFA competition that we all know about and it will that is actually, why that and is, it will collide with so many of the competitions that i is, feel maybe i'm not i'm only saying it is not my own conclusion apathy towards change we are always scared of change i remember yeah. when they, i remember when they brought that acm to nigeria <laughs> we're always scared of change. people were finding I, I it difficult if i up to today some people find it difficult to go to the they still go into the bank to get cash no I, the thing is this, some people still do it yes even parents said when before they started uh, the European Cup that has become the Champions League, that, this exactly was the how, point I want to make this was how people were against it. against it. They started it, they grew it, it has become this popular, and now they want to do something. Else. Even when people the format, it no, now let's not even when the format of the UEFA Champions League was changed early in 2000, people were against, people against, were against it. Yeah, that's true, that's true. They were against it, and now let's not forget a lot of people, a lot of clubs in Europe now are in critical. Economic situation, situation. serious yeah. ones. Yes. One. Now, the only the only problem with the Super League here is that it gives automatic slots to some clubs based on some factors. Based on who they be. Based on some factors. <laughs> based on who they be. They talk about. No, no, no. They talked about. They talk, they talked about facilities and all that. Yeah. That's happens in every society. Based on who they be. Based on who they be. Based on who they be. People have to talk about facilities. Uh-huh. United should not even be there because <laughs> they've only paid their own transport for the. Yeah, they're going to innovate. They're going to innovate. No, 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 no. What billion? They want share. But the fact is that the fact is that. The, the, the Super League is not anything wrong. It is not as demonic as UEFA is making it to be. Now, UEFA keeps on creating different competitions mm. with no... Nobody checking them. No thoughts whatsoever. So no, nobody coming out, making statements. No consideration. Making mockery of No consideration said. whatsoever about the players. At all. Now, exactly. in La Liga alone this season, it's not halfway through the season yet, and we've had nine ACL injuries already in La Liga. A record. A record. What about Do you understand? <laughs> and look at look at teams playing the Conference League, playing the this, playing the that. Look at the format of the Europa League, for instance. Why should anybody not qualify from a group in the Champions League and drop to the Europa League and make those people play more games hmm. while they still have to play league matches in the weekends? So it is wrong. UEFA does not have any moral standing. To come against the it, it is very very laughable. It is wrong. So yes, referee, no. come out and say football is not for sale. That it is very very laughable. It was very, very, when, when, when I saw that statement, when I read that, football, I, I just laughed. Football is no, not for sale. Jerry already said it. UEFA is enjoying the monopoly and they are scared of the competition. Of course. <laughs> and now the, the, the court has said, okay, you don't have a monopoly to create competitions. Now let me tell you, a lot of the teams 
a lot of the teams that have put out statements now against the Super League are doing so because of the pressure of the domestic leagues. Now, don't forget that in La Liga this season, La Liga as an institution created this idea of putting cameras in the dressing rooms. Yeah. So club can get a certain and, amount and of money. And audios. Real Madrid did not allow. Because you cannot give us almost 40 million and put cameras and uh, microphones in our dressing room. It does not make any sense. And this is because La Liga is able to get away with these things because clubs are in dire economic yes. situations. And now, when that Super League begins, <coughs> Yabia Teva said, it's only Jesus that can do miracles like turning water to wine. That they one, cannot, that one, that they cannot, uh, I know they think the Super that League, the Super League cannot hold on to, they cannot fulfill what they talked about, uh, what they promised about the first year being free. If that happens, and this competition delivers, Clubs like Atalanta, clubs like Athletic Club, Bilbao, yeah. clubs like Cadiz, clubs in the Premier League, like the Nottingham Forests and Co. Yeah. All you have to do, Brentford. all you have to do is get your facilities up Out. to par. Yeah, definitely. And that is it. Do you know how much these clubs start to get? You pump in more money to these clubs, the competition becomes stiffer. And we can let we can look and at generally, it. Generally, the money trickles down. To the society, so, the so-, so that there will be more opportunity for players that are coming through. Grassroots players like Brentford that closed up their academy at some point because they couldn't cope with the management of that academy. We have funds to for do that. so. More employment opportunities, of course, of course. We can more, see, more, we can more, look more at standard this. facilities. We can look Produce at more this better players. Just look, this winner alone will be getting four fifty million. The level, the level, we can say these clubs that are supporting these things are doing so from a uh, position of greed or anything. No, but that's a lie. The clubs that are it supporting the ESL know what they want from day one, and you can only you can always tell the truth by let's go back to twenty twenty one. What happened? All the clubs that supported it, it was because of the backlash, the noise. You can see the six teams from England yeah. that jumped. All of them, they were they, so they bought the idea now because at the end of the day, enough is enough. But what they are saying now is let, let, let's just discuss the uh, probability of the Super League actually really uh, being launched now. Whether we like it or not, eh, they will still need all the advantage still lies with UEFA, yes. mm-hmm. and they will still need some sort of um, authorization from UEFA because all their um, 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 proposal um, is about clubs in Europe. And um, these clubs, it's very, very difficult for them to, because I'm talking about playing in your league, you know. Even if you are not playing UEFA competition, you are playing in your league. And your league talks to UEFA, and UEFA, they are telling them one or two things on... So, at the end of the day, they will still need to form some sort of calendar, because even the midweek, yeah, they say they want to be playing this game. UEFA plays yeah, their own yeah, competition yeah, in this midweek. midweek yes. So And there's only one calendar here, so how do you want to fit in additional seven or six more games into that same midweek that is already not enough? For a club for, for teams like in England that have the EFL Cup from August to December FFL. and have the FA Cup from January to May. So the, the midweek is already choked. Yes. The weekend is choked. And we've seen scenarios where the games like the Bournemouth games have been rescheduled or the game like the Man City Brentford has been rescheduled into some time in, in, in the midweek. So where, where are they going to put? That is the problem. But the fact that the competition itself is coming is not a problem as far as me I can see. If they can figure out the fixtures problem and I think the people that should have more say are the players. If the players come out and say, hey, we'll figure it out, we can play, show us the calendar and see if we can work it out. Because at the end of the day, I'm sure if you are playing that competition, the money is going to your club, the club will pay 
you <coughs> you pay the player because you've included in the contract that if you play this competition and you get a certain number of goals or you get a certain number of wins as a team or the depleted player gets a certain amount so that's more money because let's just say the wait at the end of the day everybody is playing this team this game they are playing the football for money, for money. the club is yeah, existing to make money, make money. <laughs> the fans are going to watch their team play so that the club can make money and they can always go there every weekend to watch their game or watch their team. That so the only reason right? they can always make money as well. Yes, the investors. <laughs> if you know what the only we reason mean. why the only reason why everybody is trying to demonize, especially the leagues, the local leagues are trying to demonize this is because they are not trying to contract their own schedule. Yeah. In England, for instance, there has been an unending debate about the schedule in England. Yes. A lot of teams in Europe now will go on a break and only return January, maybe third or fourth. Yes. And in this period, some will even resume by February. Some will resume February. Case in point. Some will will resume second week of January. And throughout this period in England, this is one of the reasons why we're talking. We have talked, I'm not sure, I'm not sure if it's on this show, but a lot of times people have talked about this of how, why English teams don't perform in the Champions League. Now, in this period, especially this holiday period, some teams will play as much as seven games. Yes. And some of these teams are still in Europe. You expect them to perform at the same level as teams who are playing in leagues that have taken breaks and have been rested. Come on. It is just... In no balance. In no balance. It is just local FAs not wanting to relinquish the amount of money they they are already making. It is simple. It is simple. They can work this thing with the Super League. The FA Cup, gets played like the Spanish Super Cup, maybe over two legs of the team that did this and the team that did that, you reduce the amount of games to accommodate that. Exactly. It is that simple. Exactly. Come People on. are telling the, their ACLs for nothing the, now. The, the championship plays uh, how many games? 45 games. 46. 46, 46 games. 46 games. So, I think 46 games. It's crazy. And there is no point playing the, I mean, playing a Carabao Cup that gives you hundred thousand pounds. Come on, come on. Clubs will happily scrap the Carabao Cup for the Super League. Of course, definitely. Of course. So that is what they are looking at, and that is why the FA and. Um, you have a family like uh, CIMS twins. Anyway, I believe most who, of these clubs, who, who, most of these clubs will still come back and say that they want to join. That the is what the club, uh, that is what the court ruling have done now. He has allowed a level playing field that clubs can discuss with ESL now on structure, on how this is what you have to offer. Propose to us, give us a reason to break our contract with UEFA and the FA, because at the end of the day. The court is saying you cannot threaten these people not to participate in this tournament. So if the tournament gets a go-ahead yeah. and they can figure themselves out and their schedule out and figure out how they want to go about it, the court is saying they don't have a right. You ever do not, you ever and FIFA do not have a right to stop it's clubs to want to join them to join them. So after all the ESL needs to do is figure themselves out now and put a proposal out there for this club, which they will start doing now. And although this uh, process has started since 2021. And it's not going to end anytime soon. This this thing might continue till 2025 or 2026. So, but then this is a major breakthrough for the ESL and A22 because it allows a clear conversation now. Before, if they are hiding to do their meetings in strictly hotels, uh, people that die, people that go to hotels, in, um, I don't want to call that area in Korea now. <laughs> so you go to uh, the Japan, all these your people, your hotel. So uh, some people that go to those hotels, yeah, you cannot do it in an open place, you know, in maybe Empire Compound and discuss everything she understand so that's what we are saying anyway we spent a lot of time talking about that i hope we have been explicit enough and i hope you you guys have um, understood enough um for clarity you can always listen to the podcast after the show the link is always um, posted on our social medias and in our whatsapp group so to join the group just send me hi on whatsapp to 
2798. I'll send you the link to join the group so you can listen to the podcast from there. Let's quickly move on to the local scene where midweek results from the MPFL matches played saw Aumbao Machi Joke's opener are cancelled by Kazim Ogunleyes equalizers. Aimba were held I mean, about a 1 1 draw by Enugu Rangers. Um, Doma United claimed the narrow 1 0 home win over Heartland. Mujib um, Odufeso's goal in the second half helped Gombe United to a 1 0 victory against Casina United at the Pantami Stadium. While Evans Ogbonda's early goal was enough as Bendel Insurance grabbed all three points, a 1 0 win over Bear Warriors. At the Samuel Ogbemudia Stadium in Pini, at the Unicorn Stadium um, in Lagos, Robert Miso's first half opener was cancelled by Aliou Salahuddin's 93rd minute equaliser as Sporting Lagos and 10 man Bayesa United battled to a 1 1 draw. Uh, Albert Hilary's goal was cancelled by Kabiru Balogun and Yusuf Hamad's goals as Quara United came from behind to edge. Play 2 United 2 1 in Lorry and Niger Tornadoes defeated Kano Pillars 1 0 at home thanks to Bashiru Usman's 93rd minute winner and late goals in the 91st and 96th minute from Ali Misikiru and Adam Solamile can help plug leaders Remo Stars with a 2-0 win over 10-man um, um, Lobby Stars um, in Ikene uh, while Aqua United and our darling Sunshine Stars shared the spoils in a goalless draw um, in Uyo. Um, Sunshine Stars 0-0 draw away in Uyo. Um, your take on that result? Uh, we previewed it uh, the last time I was here in yeah. uh, we said uh, it's not as if Aqua United themselves have been in scintillating from this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sunshine also uh, have shown that they have this knack, you know, to go to our ground and pick uh, a point this season. And uh, it was unfortunately what happened to them prior to their game against Bender Insurance. Yeah. And uh, I mean, we empathize with them. I mean, in a normal circumstances, that game shouldn't have gone ahead. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because yeah. psychologically, <clears throat> the players, you know, were not. We're not there, but it's a good thing, you know, that uh, they've been able to go to uh, Oka, I mean, Huyo, and uh, yeah. I mean, and pick a point. Hopefully, where the big uh, work lies is coming back to the Akure Township Stadium and consolidating on the point again that we've got. It doesn't make sense at all if you go to our ground, pick points, then you come home and, and drop the points. It away. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. True. So, coming back home, we hopefully, you know, they will be able to consolidate on the Good point at the cuts from home. Mm. Uh, well, I, I, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. No, no long talk. Anyways, result from the Cup Confederations Cup involving Nigeria's um, so representative. I've saw goals from um, <laughs> Rami um, Bidui and Kingsley Duos and Brace, uh, which helped Club Africa beat Rivers United 3 0. Um, in Tunisia. Um, the other game in the group saw Ghanaian side Dreams Trash and Golan side Academica 4 0 at home. Uh, Club Africa topped the group with 9 points. Dreams is second with 9 points. Rivers United third with 6 points. Academica bottom with um, no points. Um, the next game, Rivers United travel to Academica while Dreams host um, Club Africa. <laughs> Let me start from um, Boye. Uh, Rivers United, they used to see them getting out of this group. Um, it is very, very important they go away and beat Academica first while the two top two teams do it out. Then in the final game at home against Dreams, they have to beat them, do or die. So it is very, very important. They go to Academica, but then we all knew what was going to happen in North Africa, and um, <laughs> when we saw the result, we were not faced. What's your take? Are you used to see them qualifying for that group? Anyways, um, I think um, Nigerians have not been performing well in um, Cap on the continental front. Cap- yeah, on the continental front. Front. So I'm not seeing them going ahead or qualifying in that in that group. They are mm-hmm. with their performances. If if they if they continue doing what they are doing like that, I don't think they can they can actually make it out of the group. Mm. Yeah. Um. Desmond, that boy said is looking is looking bleak for the. For the reverse um, boys, and uh, do, do, do you still think they can get out from that group? I mean, 
it doesn't look bleak. Uh, they still have two games, and uh, the two teams on nine points, you know, are going against each other. Mm-hmm. So you now the whole thing now lies on reverse United because if you look at them now, they are having uh, their own destiny, yeah. their own hand. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I don't think they. I mean, they will have any excuse. You know, not to go to Academica and pick the three maximum point. We are talking about the whipping boys of the group. Mind you, if you don't know what you are doing, that place can also be a slippery ground, mm-hmm. you know, for you. No, you know. I, no, I, I wish, I, I, I hope they win because Academica have not won in a single match. Yes, but one thing that Rivers United has shown us also is that they can actually go to away ground on the continent and pick point. It's, I, 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 I mean, we've seen them go to our ground and pick three maximum points when we least expected. And this is the sort of the situation. Don't forget that we said it in this group that, I mean, we said it in the studio that this group looks like you have to win your own games. And anything that can go to our ground and pick points, you know, we they get give out of that group. You yeah. give yourself a chance. Now that two teams are, I mean, are, I mean, are on the same point, mm. even a point can actually do it for reverse united yeah. but don't just lose at academica i mean so if they pick one point then they go to several points then beat whatever dreams i, I mean big, big dreams at all then it now comes to head to head and all of that and uh, who knows that or maybe a toss of coin but most importantly not to put themselves in that situation they, they just to have win. to go to that place and beat them this is a thing that everybody has been beating so I don't know why Rivers United should not go there and beat them. Well, hopefully, 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 hopefully uh, if they win, they will have their nine points. Hopefully, one of then they get to play the final Chiefs game at home. Or, or Club African can then it doesn't even concern, it doesn't them, concern them. Just come home, come home, pick your points, beat your, beat your, uh, no, I mean, I mean, their next, points. their next match, their next dreams and um, Club African, they are playing their next match. Yes. If they play a draw or one of them wins. Then if they play a draw, it then, doesn't look good for, then, for no, no, no. Rivers United can win their last match. They that's can. The, that's, that's, that's that's what we are talking no, about. That's the point we are making. That's now. the point we are making. Rivers United should go to our way now. And beat those team. Pick three points. They get on nine I mean, points. This one's plays draw. They are on ten, 10 points. points. Then yeah. dreams now know that they have to come to <laughs> um, Nigeria. They want to Portacourt. To Portacourt <laughs> and not lose. She understand. So if they don't lose. Um, they finish 11 points, Rivers United finish 10 points. Yes. Yeah. So Rivers United is under pressure to win. Yes. So you'll be praying for one of them to beat the other one so that it can create a clear path. That yes. is, but then Rivers United have to win their two games. Yeah, and the two is games is, is the whooping boys is the, uh, the last away game. So they are, they've lost two away games. So but the last away game is against the whooping boys of the group. And the other game is against their rival, Ghanaian rival, yeah. in Portacourt at home. So that's why that's why I say are, the destiny is in their hand. Let's yeah. see if they can. A lot of, I think I'll wait till that re- after that result in Angola. Yes. Then we can now decide. That. I know anything can happen in Port Harcourt, but I'll wait till after that result. If they can beat Club African in Port Harcourt, then why not? They can beat um, Dreams in Port Harcourt as well. But the, if the result will hinge on that result that they are going to get away in Angola. So once they get that one, they are now know, okay, we can rest easy. Anyways, on the foreign scene, on the foreign scene, um, in the Club World Cup, the third place match ongoing right now. Um, before I came on, eh, Al Ali was leading Japanese side Urawa Red Diamonds 2-0. Uh, the match started 3:30 p.m. Nigerian time. So hopefully, uh, if by the time we leave here, we'll give you guys the latest result. By 7 p.m. Nigerian time, European champions Manchester City are face Copa Libertadores champions from Linense, um in the final. Uh, we previewed the, um, the 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 match on Football Extract on Wednesday. So I just want score prediction from you guys. 
Man City. Uh, Guardiola said he want to dance. He wants his team to dance. Say like watching Brazilian teams and all that. Say he want to dance. So we already previewed um, everything on, on Wednesday. Um, your score prediction. I, I will Man City. For, I will go for two one. <laughs> uh, that's what. Yeah, I think uh, two one will be will be the scoreline for my own as well. Uh, Man City to win 2-1 uh, Okay, uh, let's move on to result from the French League 1 uh, Before um, the winter break runs, um, they come from behind to beat 10-man Clement 4-3-1 away uh, Alexander Lacazette um, scored the only goal as Lyon secured their third straight win with a 1-0 victory against Nantes uh, Kamaru Dumbia scored 4 goals in Bray um, 4-0 home win over Lebron Amon Pelier and Marseille played out a 1-1 draw. Why needs defeated Lons 2-0 at home thanks to substitute uh, Terry Murphy's um, double. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Terry Murphy is a Nigerian football player. <laughs> He's a striker and he knows how to play ball. Anyway, Frank, um, Frank uh, Margaret's opener was cancelled by Wissam Benyada's brace. And Stelman Monaco came from behind to edge to lose 2 1 away. Uh, Strasbourg claimed an impressive 2 1 home win over Leo. Uh, Rams edged Stelman Le Havre 1 0 at home. While reigning champions are locked as PSG beats um, nearly promoted Mets 3 1 in Paris uh, thanks to Vitinha and the Kylian in Mbappe drop. Uh, now that um, PSG are top of the log going into the winter break, um, how have you seen that team so far under Luis Enrique? PSG have been PSG have not been have, they've not been bad but I think last season was better than this season for them. I that's what that's what I feel though this season they've been they've been they've been good this season at least now getting to the top of the table shows how how good they have been this season. Though they had some upsets during the league and I think there was a time they were not top of the table until recently. So though PSG, I it's it's what is expected of them anyways. They are always they are always the champion and it's always like that for them. Mm. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he has said a lot about PSG. We know PSG in the league is never a problem. Yeah. Any manager can go there and do a decent job with them. Their, their focus is the Champions League. And under Luis Enrique, uh, how would you rate them in the Champions League? Do you still feel? You think Enrique can help them to that Holy Grail, just like um, Guardiola has helped Man City overcome that hurdle? I don't think so. If you look at that, their squad, I mean, it's not as strong as it used to be. I mean, Barry Mbappe and uh, maybe Marquinhos, I mean, and a couple of uh, maybe Hakimi, you know. Uh, you know, I've been saying it a number of times now that I don't see the, that their midfield, you know, standing against their peers. In European football and that, I mean, I'm still standing by that. I don't see them winning that Champions League anytime soon. But now it seems like they want to go. Uh, I mean, it, it seems like you know, they want to take another route. That's why they brought in uh, Luis Enrique. And uh, if you look at the signings that they are making and they are looking at signing uh, good upcoming stars, perhaps they want to build for a long term. Project, you know, for a long term and. But right now, I don't see that. You know, yeah. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> before we leave, <clears throat> before we leave League One, uh, let's talk about Leon. And uh, you know, they've been bottom for so long. They started the season very, very poorly. Uh, at the time, the Leon Ultras had to speak to the players on the pitch. And um, now, you know, their team boss was attacked in their uh, away game at the Volleydrome in Marseille. Yes. Um, their manager then sacked down. Fabio Grosso was injured in the face. He has been sacked down. This new guy has come in. 
suffered some defeats in his first, I think, two games. Changed to a back three, and he has three straight wins since. Uh, do you see Rillion Re uh, returning, at least not relegating, then possible return, possibly returning um, to the top half of the table um, this season? I would love to see it because I mean, we are talking about a team that most of us, when we started watching the, I mean, European <laughs> football, you know, a team that we associated with the French league world, yeah. just like several people associating PS. For those of you that don't know Lyon, they Seven were the, they were Real Madrid. They were Real Madrid league. They were Real Madrid's boogie team in the Champions yeah, League. The they used to knock Real Madrid out. And you ever that will not pair them with Real Madrid. Yeah. So, I mean, and don't forget though, they won the league seven. I think seven yeah, straight times. The seven likes of Benzema came from Lyon. Yeah. Came from Lyon to Real Madrid. So to see them struggle this much, you know, yeah. was at some point, you know. In fact, I stopped looking at the table because I was scared for Lyon. Yeah. So for me, uh, it's a good thing that they are rising, you know, on yeah. the table now, system position now, and. They still have a couple of good players there. Yeah, I yeah. mean, they have goal scorer in Alexander Lacazette, and they have good young players. But it's just unfortunate what is happening. But hopefully, you know, uh, uh, I, I mean, they they will not drop down again uh, you know, <laughs> because it, it, will be, it will not be disastrous to us alone. Well, it will be a disaster, you know, to French football. Mm. To see Leon go down. It, it, it is what it is, anyways. Um, seasons comes and seasons come and go, like yeah. like my coach said when he came. <laughs> so I think I th errors come and go. So I we think I think, I think I think it is it is it just came in like that for them in recent times. So I believe they will they will bounce back. I believe we'll bounce back. Anyways, um, let's move on to results from the German Bundesliga. Also, before the winter break, um, that's all goes from Victor Boniface and the Patrick Sheiks. Um, Patrick helped um, log leaders by of Akuzin to a 4 0 mauling of Bochum. Adi Bay Arena, uh, Union Berlin, um, they said it's Union, Union Berlin, um, defeated um, FC Cologne 2 0. I'm learning to pronounce these clubs and names very, very well. Um, Frankfurt needed late goals. Um, and they come from behind 2 1 home win over 10 man Borussia Mönchengladbach. Um, FC Heidenheim grabbed an impressive 3 2 home win over um, Freiburg in a 5 goal affair. Stuttgart cruised to a comfortable 3 0 home win over Augsburg while defending champions Bayern Munich. Um, they edged um, Hosburg 2 1 away thanks to Jamal Musalia and a Hurricane um, goal. Um, see, Spoken, it had to be Bayer Leverkusen and um, what they have done this season. Going into the break, uh, we talked about it. Can they be consistent? Now they've answered us that they've been consistent. And at top of the Bundesliga um, before the winter break, um, do you see them? Do you think they can do this in the second half of the season and stop Bayern from winning that 12th straight um, Bundesliga title? I know I'm here to sound like a broken record, but then we have to keep talking about it. Until they win the league. <laughs> Anyways, um, looking looking at what Leverkusen has done this season and um, Alonso, I think they've really done a very good job mm. competing in that against the likes of um, um, Bayern Munich, against yeah, Borussia Dortmund, Wolfsburg, uh, and the likes. Yeah. So I think I think for the second half of the season, we will still see the consistency in them. Mm. I don't, they are not they are not looking like a team that that was ready to, not slow down. Yeah, and they are already at top of the table with four points ahead of mm. um, Bayern. Mm. Bayern. Bayern is a match behind, but I'm not seeing them slowing down at all for mm. the second half of the season. That's mm. um, Victor Boniface probably will be going for the Afcon in, in January. These people are already making plans. And his replacement, Sheik, scored a hat trick in that game. They have to remove everybody facing. And Boniface shows that, see, I've seen the number one striker here. He still got his goal. But you can see that they are easing him into the team. And you, this is a team that is prepared compared to when Nicolas Jackson leaves. <laughs> 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 Our only fit striker, this is it. And the likes of Musala leaves, and you know, 
clubs did to start making this is a this is a club that are planning they pre you could see that they prepared for this season and the way they are going about it um, do you fear for Bayern Munich winning that 12 straight and Bundesliga title? Uh, I fear for Bayern Munich but at the same time it is the Bundesliga and I'm not scared it is Bayern <laughs> they know how to do it I mean uh, there was a point if you can remember I think back in 2002 uh, they were topping the Bundesliga with uh, I think about two or three games to go and they were leading decently more than five points mm -hmm. they contrived to lose it they were in the final of the Champions League they lost it and they were also in the final of the DFB Poker they lost it and that was why they were nicknamed Nevercushion back then so, uh, so for uh, me uh, and we can I mean we could also see what happened to Borussia Dortmund mm -hmm. last season as well season, you know they were the favorite go into that final match right there in front of your fans, just win the, I, do. I mean, just win, and, and the title is, is yours. <laughs> and Borussia they said, no, Butler. it is not our own. So for me, Bibi. and and that, and that always scares me. Uh, mm. It's as if this German clubs have this, uh, 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 I mean, it's like they have this thing that if Bayern money doesn't give us this title, then we are not ready to take it. So for me, I'm still scared for them. But what they've done this season has been nothing short of compared to what those matches without losing. And I think it is a record in German football for any club, you know, to mm. go that that long. that long without losing mm. any match. So uh fingers are crossed anyway. It is the German football. If the consistency go on, goes on like this, can the consistency go on? I'm just saying, if it goes on, we have to. When we get there, we will accept it. That's how we well, are I'm not seeing them slowing down. Uh, they've, been, they've been looking as if they are not slowing down in terms of, but then, like we said, we have to continue to ask the questions and they have to continue to answer us. Like you're asking about Dimon City. Man, leave me alone. <laughs> Where's the result uh, from the Coppa Italia? So Inter Milan and Bologna battle to a goalless draw after 90 minutes at the San Siro. Uh, but in extra time, Carlos Augusto's opener was cancelled by Sam Belkima and Dan Ndoye's goals as Bologna came from behind to knock Inter Milan out of the competition with an impressive 2-1 win. I spoke about this game. I spoke about it. And I said, Bologna has been on form. Yes. I spoke about it. I, I said they beat to the San Siro earlier this season. They came from 2-0 down in the league to draw that game 2-2. And look at what happened. They've knocked Inter Milan out. Inter Milan have been the most impressive team in the Italian um, top tier football this season. And look at what Bologna too. And uh, um, is it Thiago Mota? Uh, the, the manager of um, um, Bologna, yes. like he's yeah. not getting his praises enough. Like if it, will be, I think we spoke about if it was in the, if he's in the Premier League, yes, we'll no. be seeing, we'll be raving about him. And you know, managers like him, managers of Girona, managers with okay, Sabi Alonso because he's, we know him from his playing days <laughs> at Liverpool and Real Madrid. Maybe because when he transitioned into a manager, and of course the German Bundesliga is more popular as well. You know, people are watching him, are paying close attention to him, but then. You know, Bologna, what they've done is mightily impressive. Um, do you see them taking it further and just sneaking that Copa Italia? Because that's like the strongest team in the competition right now. So the other team, they're up there for grace. Is Juventus, AC Milan, is Napoli? Come on, if you can do that to Inter Milan. They beat Roma. Before the game, they defeated Roma over the, uh, over the weekend, 2-0 at home. She understand. They went away in the Copa Italia. They knocked out Inter Milan. So, is the Copa Italia Bologna to win? Let it be known that we talked about it here so that when they win it, 
You're afraid to come through. That's what. I would say, I think their next match is against Fiorentina. So. Now, this one is cup competition. This one is cup competition. <laughs> no, in the competition, the next match is against Fiorentina. I just checked it out. Um, I, I believe I believe for them to have done that against the likes of Inter. And looking at their form this season, even in the in the in the league, I think they've only lost um, two matches in the league this season. If I'm if I'm right, looking their, looking at that their form, I I see them as one of the favorites for that cup competition. Mm. Uh, yeah. I mean, this is a competition that is. I mean, that it contains the likes of uh, Juventus, AC Milan, Fiorentina, Atalanta. As far as I'm concerned, uh, I think uh, it will be premature to look at Bologna and, and, and take them for the title because we still have uh, household names. Uh, traditional Italian teams there, you know, of course. And so for me, in as much as what they've done this season, Thiago Mota has been very, very excellent. You know, you still need to know that this is a cup competition, and uh, as long as they continue to rise on the table, you know, they they will also add their eyes on that. And uh, when it comes, to, when we come to the thick of the season, you know, shuffling teams and all of that, it can become difficult for this coaches and they might just want to concentrate on one competition and that will not be winning the Coppa Italia, that will be qualifying for Europe where they can get more money, you know, or to run the club. And I think for me they are not trying to win this yet. Uh, sorry, can I still make contributions to that? Uh, just quickly, quickly. Uh, anyways, I, I would say looking at the, those teams you have mentioned, they actually played draws against those teams this season. And This is like a game before the winter break in these um, teams and you expect the likes of Juventus, um, Inter Milan to get straight wins. Um, but then, of course, the key game here right now has to be Roma uh, versus Napoli in Rome. Uh, <laughs> two, two, two teams um, that used to be there, that are really not there this season. Um, how do you guys see this one playing out? Roma and Napoli at, in Rome. It's Jose Mario. We know it's, it's you, um, uh, you say Mourinho, but I am looking at Roma. Roma, Roma. Roma have not been that team that that delivers in recent times this season. You, when you expect them to come out top, you see them maybe playing a draw at least in, in in that match. But anyways, playing against Napoli, it's not going to be an it's not going to be an, an easy game for for Roma. Considering they are, they are the last season Scudetto winners, and looking at their form this season, though they've not been that team that picked that from last season, they've not been that team that picked that from last season. So I'm not seeing that match as a, as an easy one for for Roma. And so also same thing also goes to um, Napoli. Napoli. So you're seeing a draw. I'm seeing I'm seeing a draw in that match. They are draw. seeing a draw in that match. Of course, it's my head in a draw. It's just. It's just unfortunate what Napoli have been doing this season for a team that was very, very scintillating last season. It looked very, very transformative you know, that last season. Uh, only for them to be I struggling. Mean, and this year. only for them to be struggling this season. I think for me, it is too soon. And I mean, and the thing is, is they kept a bulk of their winning uh, team. And uh, why they are struggling this much, we know that a manager actually make a huge difference. Yeah. But notwithstanding, I think. They should still be at least be there or thereabouts. Twenty-seven points. Uh if like 
almost five points behind the league leaders at this stage of the season. It is very atrocious. And for AS <laughs> Roma, uh, uh, in as much as we want to talk about how much the their owners have not been pumping money into that team. Jose Mourinho have managed, you know, to bring some players into that team. You know, who we thought, you know, would change their fortune, help them to cross that gap between Europa League, Conference League, and into the Champions League uh, opposition. But unfortunately, it's not been happening. And uh, today you see them in fourth position. Tomorrow you see them lying in eighth position. Uh, I mean, I think like. Is it that footballers let's go Samuel? I know I will not start this conversation. <laughs> I want to avoid you like a plea. <laughs> Anyways, our results for the Spanish La Liga also before the winter break. Um so Almeria um twice um came from behind but it wasn't enough as the Fenley champions Barcelona got back to winning with the three two home win. Um, over Almeria. Um, thanks to Rafinha and Sergio Roberto's embrace. Una, um, Echeverria's 94th minute winner helped Atletico be about a 1 0 home win over Las Palmas. And while Villarreal edged them a, a thrilling 3 2 home win over Celta Vigo in a five goal affair. Atom uh, Dovbik's first half penalty was cancelled by um, German Fazella's 88 minute equalizer as Real Betis held out flying um, Girona to a 1 1 draw at home. Um, Cadiz and Real Sociedad also battled to a goalless draw. Mallorca edged Osasuna 3 2 at home. Uh, while 10 man Real Madrid claimed a 1 0 win away at Deportivo Alaves thanks to Lucas Vasquez, um, 92nd um, minute winner. <coughs> um, Barcelona, it's not looking like they'll keep their crown because they keep struggling. Almeria almost um, stunned them, but then they managed to get it over the line. And um, for um, Girona, too, um, they, they, were, they were held by um, Betis. Um, allowing Real Madrid the chance um, to go um, top of the table. I don't know if you saw that. I don't know who posted that video in the group of that Alaves manager. He was so angry. He was so he was so angry. And uh, because even if you can't beat them at Real Madrid, at least do not lose. And for him to lose in the last minute like that, you know, it's very very frustrating. Real Madrid having one man down. Yeah. I think that was the most frustrating part for the yeah, coach. That was yeah. what actually angered the coach to that yeah, extent. Yeah, yeah. So Barca. Um, can't keep their can't keep their crown. It Do you see like them? Do you see them keeping their crown? I mean, I, I mean, I don't see them keeping it because uh, for a team, you know, don't forget that at some point last season we were we were even really scared that <coughs> Barcelona was going to beat that Chelsea record of conceding 15 legos yeah. in a season. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. they were that good defensively. Yeah. yeah. And from that point to this, to this, shipping in goes every now and then. I mean, I, 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 I mean, it's it's very bad and uh, and if the likes of Girona, uh, as much as they've been very brilliant this season, mm-hmm. can come to Camp Nou and decimate them, then. Let's speak, speak, speaking about Girona, we're, we're talking about them pushing for the title yeah. and their manager coming out to say they have achieved their aim for the season and going away to Real Madrid to draw that one-one. Um, we shouldn't read too much meaning into it. No. You know? it, actually, a very good result. I mean, we know how strong that. I mean, how strong. <laughs> Repetis, but uh, you can make a case that Rangers came from Scotland to beat Repetis 3 to a work. I mean, it is a different competition. Spassi will not come out and talk now that like Girona is dropping points. Where Girona is winning now, we will not come and be speaking no, less I mean, English. I mean, it is a different competition entirely, and in as much as we are enthralled to what Girona have been doing this season, mm. don't forget that they are not at the same level with true, Rangers. True, 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 they are true, not. True, Rangers true, is bigger than them. True. So for now, uh, uh, so mm-hmm. for them to have gone to that place, you know, get that one point, we still keep them on the same point with uh, Real Madrid. For me, 
uh, brilliant results, you cannot take that away. From and them. don't also forget that uh, Real Betis have been have always been coming out on top against Girona in recent years. So we should because not, they are better than them. them. Yeah. So you should not forget that fact. And going to going to going to meet them at home, getting a point from them, I think it's also it's, it's a good one for them. Yeah. They did not lose that match, mm. so I don't. I think they scored. They were the first team that scored. They, no, they scored. Uh, I mean, Jonas scored, scored first. in the first half. And yes. uh, it was a very, very late goal from uh, from German Pesela. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so, um, the final match of the round we see Atletico Madrid go ahead um, against Sevilla at the Wanda Metropolitano. Atletico Madrid Sevilla. Atletico Madrid now. I think their last two games they lost to Bilbao. Um, I think yes. they drew 3-3 against um, is it Almeria. They drew 3-3 in their last one. Getafe, Getafe. They drew 3-3 against Getafe, and now they have to they have to beat Sevilla. And Sevilla just won their last match 3-0. Sergio Ramos scoring. I know where Sergio Ramos is in the mood. <laughs> How do you see some play? Yeah, straight up win draw. I'm not seeing I'm not seeing I'm not seeing Atletico Madrid win that match anyway. I'm seeing a draw in that match. Though it's not. Sevilla have not been that Sevilla that we that we used to know. Look at them in the Champions League. Look at them <laughs> not even qualifying for the Europa League. So I, I'm seeing a joy that match. Let's anyway. let's move forward. Where is the result from the EFL Cup's um, remaining quarterfinal game? So Liverpool dismantled West Ham. I'm five one at Anfield. I'm in preparation for what is coming this weekend. Um, thanks to those from Dominic Stoboslai, um, Kodiga Omosala, Adam Curtis Jones and Double. The two legged semi final. We see Liverpool play full up. Uh, why Chelsea face uh, Middlesbrough? Uh, it's looking like on paper a Liverpool Chelsea final again. So should Chelsea uh, in their in their this this question goes for you. Should Chelsea be expecting the trophy this season? <laughs> <laughs> it's too early to say. This is uh, every final now. Like I always say, Chelsea have twenty five percent chance of winning that trophy. Uh, Even though it's hundred k. And that twenty five percent chance is actually a slim chance. I mean, and uh, we have to cross the semi final hurdle first. Yes. Don't forget that yes. we are playing against a Middlesbrough team that has been, you know, revolu- uh, sort of revolutionized by Michael Carey. Mm. You know, as much as we want to see that they are, I mean, they are a championship team. Don't forget that. Uh, I, I mean, the the, uh, uh, the aura of playing in the Wembley can actually lift. The morale of any team, and that you know, they can make it difficult for Chelsea. You know, Over push, push, I mean, push Chelsea. You know, to the limit, and that uh, who knows what can come at the end of it. But it does it. I mean, it does look like Chelsea have a decent chance. You know, or to get to the final of uh, the Carabao Cup and take a revenge against Liverpool. Who, who will be, <laughs> I mean, who also will play against? Fulham that we will be looking at as uh, I mean I, I, I mean as a team that they should be facing, but these mm. two teams have to cross this first order. I mean this first order first. Are you are you winning now? <laughs> well, we'll preview the game we'll get there. Anyways, let's because of our time Let's just quickly um, talk about results From last night's match in the English Premier League I saw Jordan, I used goal um, Just before half-time cancelled by Danny Welsbeck um, It's a 2nd minute equaliser Crystal Palace and Brighton I'm sharing the spoils in a 1-1 draw Sailors Park um, Tonight, Aston Villa I'm um, third place Aston Villa welcome Sheffield United to Villa Park 
and tomorrow it's West Ham versus Man United at London Stadium. Fulham versus Burnley at Craven Cottage. Nottingham Forest host Bournemouth. Newcastle United travel to Luton Town. Spurs play Everton at Tottenham Sports Stadium. Wolves face Chelsea at Molyneux. Uh, while the clash of the round, we see a top of the table clash as um, title chasing Liverpool welcome Arsenal to Anfield. Because of our time, uh, we'll just talk about um, the Liverpool Arsenal game. They take calls, they leave here. Um, Liverpool Arsenal. Um, I saw on Twitter yesterday on X yesterday, it was trending, pray for Liverpool and um, <laughs> I think Arsenal fans are just confident going into this game. Um, do you see them, you know, keeping their position on the top of the log uh, by winning that game or at least humbling Liverpool because they said they faced um, November-December test, they faced um, Man City test and now they want to face the Anfield test and they've succeeded in all their tests so far. Uh, do you see them winning at Anfield? I don't see them winning. Looking at what Man United did at Anfield against um, Liverpool last time. Arsenal are not going to do that. Don't forget. I mean, do, I mean, don't let us forget as if it was Man's. Uh, I mean, it was Manchester United that prepared Liverpool. I mean, Manchester United came with a game plan. You know, sitting deep, absorbing all the pressure and all of that, and it was difficult for Liverpool. But Arsenal are not going to play that sort of game. They are going, you know, to come knocking at you, and it gives rooms. It gives space. You know, for the attackers of Liverpool, who we know that on a good, I mean, on their day, if they have those sort of, of, uh, I mean, spaces, you know, they can hurt you. For me, I don't see. We, I am not saying that you should not be confident about your team, but you know, you know, to be trending, R.I.P. <laughs> Liverpool. When you are not even playing at home, going I and mean, going to Anfield, where you know that. That's how confident I, 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 you are. Arsenal have not when was the last time that no. and Liverpool has not lost a no. single match. When was the last time that they even won at Anfield? That is the question that, that they should be asking. That is why you are saying that all the tests that are not, the same question was asked that when was the last time they defeated Man City? They overcome all those tests they, and they are ready for the Liverpool test. Now. Uh, they feel oh, this is the time. Oh, okay, <laughs> they should go there. If it is that easy, then they should go and do it. Good luck to them in that regard. Liverpool have won all, all their matches by Manchester United at home this season. Don't forget. They only drew Manchester United at home this season. So, are you saying the straight win for Liverpool? I am not saying it's a straight win. What are you saying? I'm, I'm saying. No, no, no. The, 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 the list that Snack can Beck get. Beck the the list. The highest that Snack can get from that match. It's a draw, but I'm not seeing Arsenal winning that match. Well, yes, you have recorded um, um, uh, Deboe's voice. I'm not saying Arsenal win. Case Arsenal win. <laughs> uh, you should come and tell Shet. I will Asna, give you his location. As, I will tell you, Arsenal is not going to All win. Right, he cannot win. Where is that even coming from? Arsenal cannot win. Are you saying Arsenal cannot win at Anfield? Arsenal cannot win. They cannot win at Anfield. They uh, cannot win out. The number to call is 0702-555-1045. 0702-555-1045. Let's settle this fight. Uh, my two pundits in the house seem, that, seem to think that Arsenal um, cannot win away at Anfield, please. About that sort of to one leg. Hello. Good evening, you guys. Yeah, good evening. Good evening, sir. Who am I speaking with? I'm talking from my Mr. Okay, Mr. Alaji, thank you for joining us, sir. And your contribution. Okay, please go ahead. If I forgot that injury may set you for buying a comment, there are other things like injuries. Okay. You put that to your mind then. They already have a replacement in Patrick Chick. Hello? It will affect them. They have a replacement for Boniface in Patrick Chick. It's called a hat trick. We should forget about Patrick Chick. Hello, Mr. Latogio. Okay, let's see if I can take. Please, I won't be able to take much calls, but let's try and take as much calls as possible before we leave here. Hello? 
Hello? Hello, good evening. Yeah, good evening, sir. Who am I speaking with? Hey, Pastor Femi from Owo. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Your contribution, sir. Thank you so much, sir. God bless you. Amen, sir. Please let me come to Africa. Calf African, uh, calf, uh, African winner, calf African No problem, sir. Go ahead, sir. About the river. It's the river club. Yes, river selected. Let us deceive ourselves. This is shield for our club. After the river, I mean, we start to sleep back to back. See, the Africans are for. See, then, no any club, any Nigeria club. I'm with you, sir. Hello? I'm with you, I'm with you, sir. Hello? I can hear you, sir. Go ahead, sir. I can hear you. Uh-huh. Liverpool and Arsenal, they are set to draw. I don't see the Liverpool, Liverpool pick Arsenal. Or else, Atlanta don't make that arrangement proper. Atlanta arrange that player proper. Select proper players for, uh, select players of Arsenal proper. I don't see this Liverpool. So Fulham is not playing Chelsea. Fulham is not playing Chelsea. Wolves is playing Chelsea. Fulham is not playing Chelsea, sir. Wolves is playing Chelsea. Oh. Chelsea is playing Middlesbrough. Alright, thank you, sir. Uh, for the Carabao Cup, I think that was what I was trying to say. Fulham is playing um, Liverpool, first leg at Anfield, the two-legged tie. And uh, why um, Middlesbrough is playing Chelsea, first leg at the Riverside Stadium. So, yeah. Hello, Chris. How are you doing, Chris? Been a minute. I'm fine. Good evening, Desmond and our other presenter. Yeah. Yeah. Your contribution, quickly. Chris. Um, first things first, I want to thank God for bringing you guys. We don't take it for granted. Uh, been a roller coaster for us since mm. January and here by December. Mm-hmm. Just so that God keeps me with each and every one of us. Amen, amen. The calculation we are calculating for calf conservation, uh, calf leech. I don't know, maybe Vital United are even calculating it. I just feel the good truth because we've seen a while we have a Nigerian team pushing to the next round. Okay. So, Yes, quickly. They are on top of the table. They should be confident now. What do you mean? They are on top of the table. They should be confident. It's lonely at the top now. This was the second day happened last evening, and we know what happened. So I just pray that I I I create a squad draw for them because Liverpool at Anfield is dominating every other match. Take away from the other match of United. Okay. So, 
and as you said, Asia are going to come all attacking and creating space and empty space for themselves. Okay. They can get a certain number of that. So, a better job be good for Asia and um, for Liverpool. We just have to go with that too. All right, thank you so much, Chris, um, for that um, analysis. Okay, um, I think uh, we have to go now. Um, Adeboy, okay, let me pick this last call. Please, this is the last call, please. Thank you. Uh -huh. Hello. Hello. Hello, sir. I'm Wally for Akure. You are what? Wally for Akure. Wally, you are Yeah, last caller for the day. Okay, I see. I'm not going to leave. Washeri, my man. Washeri. Nice one. Nice one. Are you an Arsenal fan? Okay, what team do you support? Man City, correct, correct, correct. I swear. Why do you think Arsenal will win at Liverpool though? He doesn't want to chase Liverpool. You said? He will weak them. Nice one. Nice one. Nice one. Nice. Thank you for um, calling Wally. Uh, Alright, okay. That's our last call for today. I'm um, sorry, no more calls. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm no proud. <laughs> I know proud. <laughs> we need more time, please. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Elabola. <laughs> you are blessed, my brother. I have to take exception to my own rule. <laughs> Thank you very much. Let me just go straight to... Please, sir. Please, sir. Go ahead. Uh, Show no, quickly. It's, it's unfortunate you don't give us what is happening at Saudi Arabia. Sir, it's, uh, it's very far. But there is a fight there tomorrow. At the uh, Joshua, so, and, uh, yeah. I talked about it. There's a fight there tomorrow. So, no, yeah. well, um, Arsenal, there's no doubt about that. They have the machinery. They have what it takes to beat uh, Liverpool. Liverpool tomorrow. Yes. So I'm not doubting. I'm not no doubt of in my mind. Mm. So I believe Arsenal, they are going to surprise the shock Liverpool fans. Yes. Although I I foresee the card. <laughs> I foresee a card on that match. Okay. And let me just say, Liverpool officials versus Arsenal. Besides that, if not because of that, Arsenal shall win. I'm fresh. But I foresee. Liverpool. Alright, thank you so much, Mr. Ayla. But uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, yeah, uh, uh, your, your final take, please. Um, for my final take, um, this weekend is going to be fun. Um, Manchester United playing against West Ham away. I I hope and believe that we'll come out of <laughs> in that match. Though we've not been that good in recent times, looking at our past five matches or more, we've not been um, coming out in top form. I just I just believe that Manchester United will do we do me good this Utah period. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, um, Desmond, your final take. Uh, it is another weekend and sad. You hope we are West Ham. A whole lot of matches out there, guys. Just go out there, enjoy yourself, and whatever you do, bet responsibly. Christmas is here. <laughs> use the money for your chicken. Investors! To take your investors. <laughs> Invest wisely. Sorry. Hello? Hello? I can hear you. I'm guessing this is on the mail for Major. You are very stubborn and persistent. You have been calling me when I'm closing the phone lines. Yeah. Is this, this, I'm, this, I'm using my Christmas spirit to pick this call. If not, if not, but I also you are calling us all the way from Maja. So your contribution, I know you're a Liverpool fan. So you want to respond to us now? We beat Liverpool. Yeah, 
You said what? We cannot hear you clearly. Okay. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Uh, so I remember the conversation. I read about support. Because he's he's want to be worried about the long term being out injured. Mm. Yeah, but if you want to ask that much, that man that we need to be able to last week. What did he predict this week? Just go invest on the score like we can do. No, no problem. We'll be we'll be here on Christmas Day to do battle money. Yes, exactly. All right, all right. Take care, ah, you too. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. Really, I go off this phone now. That's all we can take. Thanks to everybody who called it um into the show. Also, thanks to Amadeboe and of course Desmond. Uh, for coming through um you guys should have a fantastic weekend and please like this one said uh, christmas is here don't go and think you can turn that uh, 200k to 1 million your eye will clear uh, join us again on monday for the battle edition and for talk about talk sport uh, we are located at empire building number one the federal arolo street behind bj Philly station you know shokotili at adjacent to the phone on those state so kindly uh, reach out to us for your advanced sponsorship and promotions on empire radio 104.5 fm uh, where you'll be guaranteed I'm nothing but first class service on radio. God bless you all. Stay safe out there. Have a fantastic weekend ahead. I'll be Merry, Merry Christmas in advance. Um, this is Jerry, former DJ Wonder, and I'm signing out.